let's get ready to portal. Portal. Let me blow your minds. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Portal. I thought we would change it up a bit in the intro. Of course, we will be back with our rap attacks mm-hmm. later on in this segment. But let's start off with introducing ourselves. I am, of course, Shanae Anise. And joining me today is Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi, guys. Here we go again. <laughs> Pastor Tony Cassis. Hello, everyone. And Pastor Nathan Cassis. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) The fun has just begun. Oh, this is sickness. (laughs) (laughs) What? I want to say hello to okay. friends in Western Australia. Yay! Yay! We got Paul and Esther Ong, Salvation oh. Army oh, in wow. Perth, yes. wow. who are listening in Tapura. Oh, wow. so exciting. Is that real? Yeah, yeah. that's real. <laughs> wow. And they're listening in? Well, if it is, that's it is real. now, it's going to be perfect. I'm hoping he'll get get this portal and listen to it. Wow. <laughs> Try sending it to him. Yeah. Oh, oh practicals. Practicals. And I didn't have one last week. You didn't. But I remembered now what the Lord was showing me. And it was it was um, um, South Africa, Cape mm. Town. Come on, Cape yeah. Town. Where, a, where are they? There's a surfer avoiding a white pointer right now. <laughs> And believe me, he needs to listen to portals. Oh, his life is his depending life is on it. Oh on God. it. Yes, please. Lord. Has to take it easy. <laughs> that was funny. It's true. Right. Lord, give. Cape Town. We, um, we will get listeners from Cape Town. You know, there's so many believers in South Africa. There's quite a big church in South Africa. All right. We need Let's them. see. Let's Amen. see. Well, if you are just now joining us, of course, Portals is a a beautiful podcast. Yes, it is. Of conversation about our Sunday service. And sometimes, you know, we may go off on a tangent. What about the spirit? Just a little. We go deeper. We go deeper and we have the conversation about it. So About faith. About faith. Because we are rated R. Real relevant and relational, that is. Rated R. Rated R. I'm about to get a t-shirt that says rated <gasps> R. Please do. Can we have it for end of the Listen, year service? stop trying to impregnate yourself with, the, oh, with my seat. Oh, no that's, that's That's my seat. Hello is my seat. Oh Yours my is hello. That's actually mine. But anywho. <laughs> anyway. So last week we talked about no sperm needed. That was a good maybe. One. Maybe it could just maybe finalize that a little bit and say, yeah, everybody's shaking their head, but truly, there's no sperm needed. And in the Garden of Eden, there was no man needed. They oh. just took a bit of dirt and made the man. Uh, you see what I mean? And then from there. What did God do? Oh, he could do everything. Mm. He just grabbed a bone and started forming Eve. You don't need to have 
your ability. Yep. There is no sperm needed when you have the Holy Spirit conceding what you've got inside you. Wow. Mm. The gems have started to downpour. So this Sunday service, Pastor Tony, you were talking about what exactly? Uh, kingdom business and business is good. Oh, I thought you were going to say it the other way. Kingdom is my business, and business is good. Oh, jeez. I'm you just guys quoting uh, one of the Winan brothers. Which one was it? Don't advertise. Oh. Oh, we don't want to give him credit. He already got enough money. Um, I don't know, but I know it was from the movie Major Pain, a yes, very good movie. we were okay, quoting Major Pain. Enough now of advertising, please. <laughs> right, we were quoting that. If you, Do you didn't believe get the there's joke. going to be a resurgence of uh, Major Pain sales? By watch, this? watch. We're going to bless it. Any uh, I don't believe that at all. Oh, I don't even wow. in, involve myself in believing that. Wow. Oh, my Lord. Ooh, wow. Fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we were just referencing that movie if you didn't understand the joke. Um, but we were talking about that business. So True. just give us a brief, before we go on break, just give us a brief recap of kind of some of the talking points that you had for service. Cool. And I was in service for those listening, okay, and I was paying attention. I'm just giving Pastor Tony his lane to ride in. Okay, go ahead, Pastor So Tony. we were on the back <laughs> of last week's message about, you know, the three ways to approach, you know, God or you know, the Father, the friend, the judge. Mm-hmm. And so on the back of the Father approach, um, I wanted to bring out that when Jesus was 12 years old, um, he was about his father's business. Mm. And so it was just an encouragement tonight for us to understand that because we're a part of a family, the father's family, um, we're all uh, supposed to be engaged in the family business, which is the kingdom business. Mm. That's why, you know, we jokingly referenced, you know, you know, the kingdom is his business and business is good. Mm. And so um, that includes what we do in the marketplace, in the church, at home, um, whatever gap there is between what, how we do business and how God does business, that gap has to shrink over time mm. so that eventually everything we do is the way God does business. Mm. Would you like me to add the Spanish translation? Oh. After the break. <laughs> After. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. I wish I could. <laughs> the break. I can have the tongues translation, but anyway. And again, for our, our listeners, um, Pastor Robin felt we, we needed to get a Spanish translator up there tonight. It was our first time. It was it was, it was was good. Was it not, Pastor? Yeah, it was very good. Very, very well, good. Why was tonight significant, do you think? I'm going to let Nate. We actually had um, a couple of Spanish people in our congregation that wanting to go deeper with the Lord, but language is the barrier at the moment. And so we felt that the Holy Spirit just wanted to open this up. And we know that, that you know, as the birthing, we've been incubating this for a while on how we can um, involve these people and make them feel a part of things and not just like, you know, they're coming and they have to catch up on or learn after the facts. We want them to be able to be in the moment like everybody else. So um, Pastor Robin felt tonight was the night and it mm. was just on time because we had um, more than one 
Spanish person in the audience. Praise God. He brought some good people tonight. And then also online, we had Spanish people watching and listening, and they appreciated it very much. And I believe it was on time because it was speaking into our sister who was helping with the translation, a word that had been spoken over her and building self-confidence. So the Lord used that vacuum and then he filled that vacuum tonight with um, putting her in that position. And uh, she did really, really well. Yeah, it was very good. For her very first time, she did very a very good job. Good. And I think we should um, understand what the Lord gave to her was the fact that she was once a pastor's wife and of no fault of her own, that marriage broke down. Yeah. And so she just thought, that she was just got rid of yeah. as in leadership that there was you know that she was being you know paying a price that she didn't get to finish what God yeah. called her to do That's short. and and it's like hang on a minute you uh, were called in leadership in the beginning and now you think because you are uh, no fault of your own the marriage breaks down and therefore now you, you're cancelled out. Mm. That's not the case. That's not the case. And so uh, when I told her, well, she said, well, I'm not a preacher. And I said, but you were preaching tonight in mm. another language. That's right. Pastor wasn't preaching in that language. Yeah. He was preaching in English and you were preaching in Spanish. Yep. So, you know, this really spoke to her that God um, could recommission her. Mm. He could recommission her in a church, not necessarily this church, but in a church setting mm. and like she was um, left out there yeah. and she was lost in this, mm. this call. But he recommissioned her in the church. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lord. I'll give you a gem. Wow. We'll give her a gem for being recommissioned. Well, we're going to go on break temporarily, and then we'll come right back and get into it. Hey, guys. Want to hear God speak to you personally? Then join us here at Dipping Night. It's every first Monday of the month at 7.30 p.m. To find out more information or to RSVP, you can visit us at dippingnight.torknyc.org. Hope to see you there. Where we blow your minds. Portals. We're going to blow it every time. Is good. <laughs> Kingdom business is good. Kingdom business is good. Business is always good when you're in the kingdom. Business is always good. I think I need deliverance because every time I step up to this mic to do that little portals intro, my head starts to do a little. Wow. <laughs> no one can shopping. see you, by the way. We, we can't oh, yeah. see what If I'm giving doing. you a visual of me wobbling, <laughs> I can't do it with that. Business is good. Oh, wow. Get your mind on it. Yeah. I'm going to get my mind to the talking. 
So just for those that listen, our joke, let your mind do the talking, is when I remove my mouth and put the microphone to my head because I'm letting my mind do the talking. You can put on that one. Wrong sound effect. <laughs> Didn't realize that was still playing. So All right, um, hi, Pastor Tony. Welcome sa- back. I'm the sound effects guy today. Mm-hmm, I heard it. <laughs> you had a nice little... That, sounded that, like, whatever, whatever. It sounded like I was eating yogurt with chalk chips in it. <laughs> <laughs> We're all eating yogurt except for Pastor Tony with chocolate <laughs> chips in it. So that's his reference. Not well, me. I stopped. That's all right. So um, Jesus gets forgotten. Can you get this picture? Mom and dad have forgotten their 12-year-old in Jerusalem at the busiest time of year. And it takes him 24 hours to realize he's missing. These were not bright people. They, they certainly did not pass the parenting test on this particular day. But anyway, um, so they travel a day's journey, heading back to Nazareth, and they realize, oh, Jesus is not with us. <laughs> so they, you know, they do a quick um, questionnaire amongst all of the all the rellos, as we say in Australia, the relatives, and... Probably had a bit of a prep, I think. Oh. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, to explain to our, our listeners, um, they did this customarily year by year. They would go up to Jerusalem during Passover, and so there was poss- possibly 50 to 100 family members from two or three towns. That they were from Nazareth, but on the way to Jerusalem, they would probably pick up people from Bethsaida, mm. Capernaum, wherever their relatives were. Yep. So by the time they got to Jerusalem, you could imagine, you know, there's very little hotel, you know, space left. So they re- prearranged with their relatives in Jerusalem where to stay. But it was quite a big company. So Joseph and Mary assumed that Jesus was in the company as it was returning back to Nazareth. And mm. when they found out he wasn't there, they... they they left Jerusalem for a day. It took them another day to get back, so that's two days. Mm. And then when they get to Jerusalem, it's they spent three days looking for him. Oh, my, my goodness. So that's five days of your child being missing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where were children's services? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. On donkeys. <laughs> Somewhere else. <laughs> my God. And so someone had the light turn on and said, oh, let's go to the temple and have a look. <laughs> and lo and behold, there is the Lord. And, you know, Mary and Joseph are, very gracious, you know, son. Why have you done that? Did done this to us? You know, you, she said, "Why have you done this to your to your father and myself?" And his response was very interesting. He said, "Why were you looking for me? Mm. Don't you know that I need to be about my father's business?" Wow. And so, at that very young age, he already had a a a sort of um, uh, what's the word? an attitude of fulfilling his father's will, doing his father's business. And in a sense, he wasn't saying that Joseph was not his, his dad, he was mm. his stepdad, yeah. but he was talking about his father in heaven. Mm-hmm. And so I felt the Lord wanted us to discuss that, you know, part of God being our father means that his, his end is he supplies our need, mm. but our end of that relationship and it's a father-son, father-daughter relationship, is that we are about our father's family business. Mm. And the family business is the kingdom business. 
And the mm. kingdom business is saving souls, changing lives, raising up leaders for the next generation. And so this is what we expounded on in tonight's teaching. Yeah. And we were talking about how when when the Lord saved us, it was like a corporate takeover. Like, you know, he his, his kingdom, his business took on our lives and our business. So our mm. business, whatever we do in the world now, is really not our work, it's his work. Mm. We do it differently. Mm. It may be the same thing that we're doing that he called us. When we were called, we were what well, we were carpenters or we were tradesmen or we were um, you know, like lawyers or doctors, or whatever the you know the vocation was, yeah. is now owned by God, and so we do God's kingdom business differently to how we did it before we were redeemed. Mm. And so, um, a lot of a lot of saints are trying to do business as usual, yeah, in the same manner they did before they were redeemed and you can't oh my god on, you can't this. lie you can't cheat you can't manipulate you know um and these are the ways of the world you can't let greed drive you mm. so god in his in his grace and mercy he gives us time to adjust how we do kingdom business mm -hmm. if you really believe that you know your call your vocation is god's then you then we must submit the way we do business back to God. So we're really coming out now with what you just said. Something will have to change. Yeah, come on. So there has to be a change if we're going to do business, God's business. In God's way, yeah. In God's way. So our belief system is going to have to change. Mm -hmm. yep. That's great when it's the right way. Mm. And then... You know, it should be that way. And so, therefore, um, we take on a belief system now that we we are a part of his family. We're part of the family. This is family business. And, therefore, we're going to do it God's way. And so, uh, so just like in the Garden of Eden, when God put Adam in, when he finished the work, he didn't want Adam to do anything. He just wanted him to caretake what he'd already done. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. And that's that's the belief system that we need to get as Christians because we're starting to go off and do all sorts of belief systems now. Yeah. Um, you know, like we're going to help the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit's not capable of doing this work that oh God Lord. put a mandate on him to do. And uh, we're going to add to the word because it's not exciting enough. Wow. Hmm. We're going to get the signs and wonders and, and maybe we can add a few there. It's like it's like you said, Pastor. Jesus. Like, um, because of the lack of of power or anointing or whatever it is, we're trying we're trying to make it exciting. I got something to say. We need to go back. Why? You I'll say it, it again. We need. You said lack of anointing and what was and the power. Mm. Well, the power's there. The anointing's there. There's nothing lacking. Mm. Something's lacking, Pastor. But it certainly ain't on God's part. Mm. Maybe they lost Jesus. Which brings us to days. something that you were saying today, which really, really spoke to me in um not in the sermon, not that the sermon didn't speak to me, but connecting the dots. Um you said you were teaching on the difference between the Davidic tabernacle and the Davidic, you know, construct of worship 
and then, you know, Solomon's temple and basically what, you know, the difference is and how David's tabernacle was a tabernacle of worship. And, you know, if you want to get that, you need to go to talktv.org and you need to download that session because that will change your life. It really gives very good. a very, very simple understanding of why we need to worship how whenever we come together as the body, we are tabernacling God. We are building a tabernacle for him. Mm. And you said a funny comment. You said God doesn't like to be put in temples unless it's the temple of the Holy Spirit mm. because he doesn't like to be tied down to <clears> one place. in one place. Mm. Ezekiel saw him and he had wheels yep. burning. Yep, so I just thought, wheels. but coming back to the belief system. Yeah, I think we need to And you said about, about what you said today was whenever the church is lacking in something, they overemphasize or exaggerate something else and they always to fill the void of whatever they're lacking. Mm. So the presence of God was lacking in the uh, restored system after the Jews had been exiled to Babylon. And so they come back and now because they don't have the presence of God, what did they do? They overemphasize, you know, the Torah. Yeah. And now they overemphasize, you know, keeping traditions, which now forms into the Talmud. And so mm. all of the, and then you said from there, that's when the actual synagogue was Both, formed. Yeah. It wasn't formed. Moses didn't sit in a synagogue. Nope. David didn't sit in a synagogue. Wow. So, so when we are lacking in our belief system, bringing it into what Pastor Robin has just introduced, we form our own. Mm. And and you know, you know that it's formed not from our conscience. Yep, say this. But it's formed from our subconscious. Yeah. Wow. It is not in front, it's at the back of us. You yeah. see? Scientific. Sorry, I need to let that gem land. Scientific yeah. fact to back that up um, what you believe is actually formed 80% more from your unconscious thoughts. The thoughts that don't make it to the brain in yes. the forefront of your thinking during the day, the thoughts that don't get to be materialized, and that brings truth and light to the statement that your attitude is actually your thought life revealed. It is. It is. It is. And, and our attitude is always there at the back. Yeah. Things that don't get dealt with are there at the back and they find their way to the forefront in some of our belief systems that we adopt. Mm. We don't have them in the beginning, but as they begin to grow, they we will adopt them. Yeah. We will adopt them. Some things now that the church is becoming uh -oh. familiar with and cosy with, some of the things that you were – and I, and I'm, I'm sure people would never thought they would even give a place for. I don't want to talk too much about abortion, but, you know, there's good reason, they say. Good reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, suddenly God is giving good reason for you mm. to take this child. Huh. Uh, there's so many things. What about uh, sex before marriage? In the church now, oh, Whereas before, the parents would be the guiding, yeah, yeah, the yeah. guiding ones in this. Now they make room for their brother, their son, or their daughter to bring 
their so-called fiancé. Well, after all, we're going to get married. Oh, so Jesus. here we go. We're going to get married. So it's fine. No, oh it is God. not. <laughs> Read your word. The word clearly says it. Don't add to the word. Don't take away. Don't make it your belief system because it's comfortable for you. Mm, let me let that land. Belief systems are really, really seriously what the devil is playing mm. around with. He is playing around with what we believe mm. and he's changing what we believe. My goodness. All oh, things are unpacking, so we want to go ahead and go on break and come right back in it. Torque New York presents... The official launch of Torque TV. A brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device. Commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting TorqueTV.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV. Equip, inspire, mature. Will we blow your minds? We're gonna blow it every time. My truth is the truth, cause Jesus is truth. My truth is the truth, cause Jesus is truth. My truth is the truth, cause Jesus is truth. My truth is the truth, cause Jesus is the truth. Believe systems. Believe systems. Gotta line up with his belief system. Ah, I like that. I like that, Pastor. I was seeing this because we're going to go straight in, Shania. I was seeing this because Pastor was talking about before the break, you know, um, truth these days being watered down and sort of like molded into people's experiences. So because this is my experience, because this is my, you know, like circumstance, I'm just going to mold truth in and without naming them, but I, you could probably guess from who I'm talking about. There's great people out there on TV motivational speakers, you know, that have the name that start with the letter LM, um, I won't say it, but they talk about my truth. What is your truth? What is your truth? And there's no such thing as your truth. There's only the truth, the truth. which is Jesus Christ. And when you, when you're forming a belief system, you're fooling yourself to believe that this is truth. You're fooling yourself to believe that this is something you can actually build your life upon mm. because there is no, I keep saying this from the pulpit and I want it to get into people's heads. Your truth isn't your truth. There's only the truth and that's Jesus Christ. And all our belief systems have to line up to who he is 
and his belief system. And Pastor Wendell talked about a couple of weeks ago, he said, our theology isn't based on our experience. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, it God, is. it is based on our experience. Oh, explain that. It is. Because when God is leading your experience, he'll use it to build his theology within you. Mm, mm-hmm. But when you're leading your experience, you can best believe that the enemy will use it to build his theology within you. And and we can come down with something that's in the Word. It says every man does what's right in his own eyes. That's a belief mm-hmm. system. And that's a belief system that's coming into the church. That's coming. I don't feel like raising my hands, even Uh-oh. though they're holy hands. Uh-huh. I don't want to raise them today, Lord. I don't want to raise them. I believe I can do that. No, you can't. Why come to <laughs> church? Why come to church if you're not going to raise your holy hands to Jesus Christ? I'm asking you this. Why do you think you have the right to have this belief system? It's there for you in black and white, in the word of God, what he expects. There's no need for these belief systems. Let's just believe the truth. Well, according to scripture, Pastor Robin... Seven words for praise in the Hebrew word. And if you don't apply one of those words, one of them is raising hands. It's not considered worship. Yep. It's considered entertainment. There has to be raising of hands. There has to be certain elements included for it to be worship. Otherwise, it's just entertainment. Mm. Well, there you go. You can gem that one. There you go. <laughs> well, there you go. You see? So you're not even worshipping if you don't raise your hands. Nope. Well, but what about if I feel bad that day? Ah. And so uh, you brought out, we come in with our feet, our face down in our feet somewhere, <laughs> you know, and, and, <laughs> and we're supposed <laughs> to build. Foot face. I like face <laughs> face better. <laughs> and we're supposed to build what? What are we supposed to build for the Lord to inhabit? Uh, praise, worship. And a Fellowship. place. Yeah. A house. A house. And we come in. a spiritual house when we praise the Lord. We come in and we demolish the house. We don't Mm. build a house. My God. I was making the emphasis, Pastor, about how, you know, um, in Acts chapter 15, Mm -hmm. James pulls on the prophecy of Amos that God was going to rebuild David's tabernacle, which had been torn down. Yeah. Now, it's interesting that the Lord says he's going to re- restore David's tabernacle because David's tabernacle was very simple. Yeah, He didn't say, I'm restoring Solomon's temple mm. or even the second temple. Mm. What you said. So he good. said he's restoring David's tabernacle. Now, David's tabernacle was literally a, a tent with nothing but the Ark of the Covenant there. There was no lampstand. There was no showbread. What? There was no incense altar. There was only praise and worship and the presence. No gyms? That's, no gyms, no bowling alleys. Oh, wow. There's a gym. <laughs> gym, as in exercise. Yeah. <clears throat> it was Some the tabernacle starter kit. Oh, okay. It was the temple starter kit. You know, tabernacle one-on-one. Order it from Ikea. And, and, and the point that was being made by, by James was, that's because he linked that to the Gentile church yeah. immediately. Because he, he mentions how the Gentiles who call on my name, they'll be allowed into this tabernacle through praise and worship because of the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus. 
You won't have to go through all this ceremonial stuff. And this is why David, you know, is, is so prominent as, as the really the ultimate king of Israel besides Jesus is David. Even though Solomon built a magnificent temple, he had a, he the biggest uh, physical area of territory than David ever had. Mm -hmm. David is the man who gets remembered mm. because he, he knew grace. Wow. Mm. Right? He knew grace more than any of the kings of Israel. Wow. It's very, it's very interesting. And so when we come together, said, yeah, when we he come was the together, one that you said put on the ephod, he the was, only king that ever became more than just a, a priest, king. Yeah. He became a, a priest representing a Christ-like Melchizedek priest yeah. of the New Testament order. Wow. David, David seemed to uh, uh, elude the judgment on a king who did priestly um, responsibilities. You know, when Saul tried to offer a sacrifice, God ripped the kingdom away from him. Because yeah. you know, kings weren't supposed to do what priests do, but David was allowed to put on an ephod several times. He ate the showbread. He actually walked into the holy place wow. several times. Wow. Uh, not into the most holy place, but the holy place. And he's a type of Christ going ahead of us. So he understood grace. And as 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 the church uh, developed, this is what we. This is why there's such a big emphasis on worship in churches. You know, because. Worship is really what builds a house. Wow. So, but we really need to to uh, adopt that belief system, don't we? Yeah. It's not it's not about worship uh, about uh, entertainment. It's about true worship, and raising your holy hands, whether you feel like it or not. It's nothing to do with your feelings. It's all to do with your faith. Yeah. Feelings don't match faith. Faith. Overcomes feelings. Mm. And, uh, you know, Pastor was mentioning building God's house, and I will say this as a suggestion to all the the saints who are listening: when you engage in what Pastor calls high praise worship, the yeah. high praises of God. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Psalm. I think it's Psalm one forty nine. Let the high praises of God Be in come your forth mouth. from our mouth, and a two edged Two -edged sword. sword it. Yeah, in our hand. Yeah, um, whenever you're engaging in true worship, your your spiritualized focus on God Almighty, yeah, on the throne. You you don't you lose focus on the front of the house. That's right. That's mm. right. See what I'm saying? And a lot of a lot of saints go to church, but they're looking with their natural eyes at the musicians, at the worshippers, and they're the getting lights, enthralled by the media. that. Mm. But true worship is when you go. Deeper than that, you 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 look beyond that. You you look above that, and, and you're should in that be up zone. There. Yeah, you're mm. in that zone of the spirit. Mm. See, be a up lot with of the high a lot of praises. You know, we've been taught that when we praise the Lord, the Lord comes down. There is a truth in that, but the deeper truth is, when we do correct praise and worship, we go up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Up and not out. Yeah, we go up to that level of the spirit. Yeah. Where heaven opens, wow! And that's that's a true portal. That's a true portal in the spirit. Yeah, portals. What? Portals. Maybe we should write a worship song called Portals. Might as well. Do it. Wow. We so you were that. saying about what we see in our spiritual eye. So I wrote down um, as Pastor was preaching tonight. Our belief systems are comprised of visuals that do not line up to the faith of God. It's true. And that means every belief system that we have will paint pictures 
of what we believe. Because mm. you've been t- teaching in Council by God that God speaks through visual and pictures. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, and for something to solidify in us, we have to see it. Mm-hmm. In Once a visual. you hear it, you see it. Mm-hmm. Then you ponder it. Then you speak it. Then you act it. Yeah. There it wow. is. And this is where I want to bring out my little niche here to do with the brain. The brain has a way of when you're trying to find a visual to solidify a belief system of pulling on some trauma and some hurt wow. to solidify why you can believe the way you believe. My because God. if I believe, if I can see that, you know, I was damaged like this or I was rejected like this, then I have a right to believe like this. So I can Because this feel is the visual that I see. So I can be a wow. victim forever yeah. and ever oh, because I keep God. on feeling that yep. way. I don't want to be healed because if I'm a victim, I get to feel that way. Which I want to challenge our, 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 our listeners. This week I had my own personal incubation with the Holy Spirit. For that one. Amen. I had my own personal incubation with the Holy Spirit about a visual that my brain was trying to regurgitate. And I want to help our listeners here. You know, we talk to our spirits, we talk to our souls, but I want to encourage us to talk to our brains because our body is a response center to what the brain, what's the most powerful organ in your body? The brain. The brain. The brain brain is the control center. The body is the response center. So this week – so the Lord was bringing up some things in me to do with some fear of the past and being put in a similar situation where in the past I've not had a great you know, result. And I remember the portal last week, God's not looking at results. He's looking at fruit. Come on. So I was like, okay, Lord, I know that there's been fruit born from this. But Shania, I kid you not, it didn't take a millisecond for my brain, the moment I started to let that spirit of fear move into my incubation pod with the Holy Spirit Mm. and contaminate it. It didn't take a second for my brain to be able to regurgitate a memory and it started to fuel a fake fear belief system in me that God was going to let me down. Mm. And I literally had to bring a spiritual warfare concept in. I was vacuuming at the time because God speaks to me a lot when I'm vacuuming. Mm. Amen. Men vacuum. It's good for you. <laughs> and um, when I... I Yuck. <laughs> that's your belief system. It might need to change. Um, but as I was vacuuming, I felt my brain going there. And I literally put the vacuum down and I stopped in the middle of the vacuuming and I put my hands on my brain and I addressed it. I said, brain, you are not going there. Root. I am not allowing you to regurgitate this memory to feel hurt, trauma or fear or rejection or this belief system that God is going to fail me. And I said, Holy Spirit, right now I want you to roadblock that thought. Mm. And I, I literally said to my brain, I am not giving you access You do not have access to touch that memory because I reminded my brain that that memory was healed by the blood of Jesus. Mm, You you know, just before, I know we're going to go into a break, but it's really interesting the word you just said, we're not going there. (laughs) Going there means going back, going into a journey. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you, God doesn't want you to go on that journey back. Mm. He wants something better for you. Wow. Well, 
from the book of Biggie. If you don't know, <laughs> now you know. We'll be right book back. Book of Biggie. <laughs> Two, go. Where you buy your mice? Puddles. Blow it every time. Nine puddles. The flash is burning every other time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got thrown off by what he was doing. Oh, we'll throw yourself back on. Okay. Wait, what were you doing? Do it again. (laughs) That's a Billy matter. Do it again. (laughs) You're not doing the didgeridoo there, are you? Believe systems. Believe systems. Better line up with guards. Believe system. Believe system. I was thrown off by pastors. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I've been doing it since the beginning of the program. Maybe because we were translating so many different languages. Yeah. That's just your interpretation of Porto. So you now you're telling me I can't sing. Listen, I can't do I sound effects. I want the governor of Belarus to write me <laughs> another email <laughs> and complain. Anyway, uh, Leave it alone, Will. Oh, my Listen. Lord. Find the accuser because that's not what we sing, Pastor Tony. In fact, I endorse your singing all the time. Sure does. What are you after? I think you need to change your belief system. Yes, come what on. What a friend I have in Sinead. <laughs> Friends. Oh, my how Lord. How many of us have them? Oh, Friends. will you two cut this? Now I'm coming in with something. I'm okay. the singer here and I'm not singing. This is ridiculous. You know okay, what? it's my turn, my turn. Okay, tap, tap Pastor, to, Pastor Bring Robin Bring us back in. on point. Okay, so you said I'm not going to go there. Please go there. Back there. And you said back with your memory. Mm-hmm. You're not going back there. Nope. And so when we do go back there, this is how we get this and feed this belief system mm. more and more and more. Come on, say that. Yeah, so mm. uh, we think that that if we go back there, that we can uh, receive our healing. But, but what if I was to tell you, who were you back there? Mm. Not who this I am is, today. This is the Not deep who part. you are today. This is the deep part. That's the one. And so... Who was God to you back then? Mm. Not who he is to me today. Not who he is to you today. Yeah. So the only way you can get healed of yesterday is who you are today. Mm. And who God is today. Why do I say that? Because you mightn't even known him back then. Yes, Come on. that's right. Even though he was there, he was omnipresent, always there, Emmanuel, God with us. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you might never have known that. How could you get healed from something you didn't know back then? Yeah, yeah. So that means the power for you to get healed. This is true belief system. Listeners, this is true belief system. The power for you to get healed is what you know now. Mm. Who he is. 
Which brings us back to what Pastor Tony was saying, because this is all tying in. The Holy Spirit is just a genius. Because we don't have a now confession, yes. which is what you're talking about, the power to heal us, we do what Pastor Tony said, so we overcompensate yep. and we regurgitate pain and hurt yep. to fuel a belief system, to build a life system on, because we don't have, we're missing that element which you taught in council, which is that now confession. It has to be a now confession. And to think that that we could believe that we go back there and stir up some emotion Ugh. in the middle of that trauma, mm. that is so foolish mm -hmm. because, you know, um, we can't walk out of that trauma. Think about it for a minute, please. Yeah. Who were you back then? You mm. couldn't walk out of it. Yeah. And if you're going back there, what are you going to take God back there? He's already there. He was mm. already there. You need to be who you are today to be healed of yesterday. Oh. Wow. Pastor Robert, I remember um, this. It was something you said to me as if, like, for instance, when – there was a time in my life where I was, when every time I look back on a past uh, circumstance or a situation, it bought a negative emotion, yep. right? So yep. that's why, that's how, I guess, for me, I was able to see that I was still needing some a touch from the Holy Spirit and yeah. showing guidance where there needs to be healing. But every time the Holy Spirit brought me back, to that memory or a memory it was something different mm. you know it was definitely something he was bringing closure in or showing his face in that moment well but what, he, you know what he was doing going shanae he was picking the point for your healing right he wasn't taking you back to the whole situation he was saying this is the point yeah. that you need healing why would he say such a thing mm -hmm. why would he ask you to let him pick the place pick the scene where the healing can come forth mm -hmm. in its fullness it's because if you picked it, if somebody else picked it, it would be just healing you of a symptom. Oh. Let me finish. Drop it. Please drop it. Instead of him healing you of the root cause. Mm. Hit that on one now. <laughs> and I was saying that because the symptom is for us is to rehearse it. We rehearse yes. the trauma, we rehearse the pain, we rehearse oh, the yes. trauma, we rehearse the pain. We yes. rehearse and curse. Yes. And we can't get to that point of seeing his face or get let him heal us if we keep rehearsing and holding on to that belief system no, that we says could, we he's never been victim. there in that per on that in that area. And that's we, that's we the, just stay a victim. That's the reality. Every time we rehearse, we curse ourselves mm. with the statement that we are a victim. But I want to bring a little a little adjustment here. People think that, you know, the state of being a victim is being, well, we're talking about there's a victim in the world, you know, victim of a crime. That's, that's it. But we're talking about an ideology, a thinking, a belief system, a victimhood. For you to be a victim doesn't mean you're broken. It actually means you're very, very proud. What? you got to stop this pride. Because to be a victim and to live in that victim mentality means you are choosing when to be healed. Mm. 
And if we're going to do and allow the Holy Spirit to move in this, he's got to reconstruct the whole thing. He's got to build the scene differently. Yeah. And you know, you don't build the scene like he builds nope. the scene. You don't reconstruct the scene like he does. He changes the environment. He changes the setting. Yeah. You go back to the old setting. You go back to the old environment and you re-traumatise or someone else who's taking you back through that inner healing ministry that is always, uh. always re-traumatising people. They go back to the old scene. God wants to give you an, a new scene to get you healed. Come on. I'm going yeah. to speak of yeah, Peter. Yeah, Peter. What you said at Council was usually when God takes us back, he takes us back to a familiar environment, a familiar setting. So those two elements are familiar. But a, then he inserts a brand new, new now action. action. Mm. He took Peter back. I'm going to talk about Peter. You know, and then as Pastor talks about Peter, but the difference between Peter and Judas was Judas wanted to live in what he had constantly done in the past. What was his confession? He never had a now moment confession. He said, I have betrayed innocent blood. All about him. I have done it this. All was I have done inward. this. It was nothing this. repentant about it. It was all inward. Look what I've Look done. What I've done. I feel sorry for me. Oh, poor me. Poor me. Mm, Instead on, of seeing what he did. And see, the difference, which you're going to bring out now with Peter's confession, was well, who do you say that I am? Yeah. You, are, mm. you are the Son of God. But the important thing here to get this is when the Lord built and reconstructed the scene for his healing and, and to give him a new mindset, a new belief system, he changed the scene. Mm. He reconstructed the in scene and brought him into a new environment, a new setting, and this time instead of a place where he recognised, and he did, he would have recognised where he uh, denied Christ three times. Over the fire, yeah. But the fire was the only thing that was added to the new scene. The rest was where Jesus was being whipped and he looked back at Peter. And you know that I preached about yeah. this, yeah. that the Romans were so cruel that they wanted to always advertise their yep. viciousness and, yep. and instill fear into people all the time. So they didn't do things behind closed doors. No. They made sure they were visual so yeah. it could be seen. So when he was being whipped, Peter was there denying Jesus, mm. denying him, and Jesus just looked at Peter and said, I told you yeah. it would only be a certain time. Before the cock crowed three times and you would be denying me. But if he had done that to him, he would have re-traumatized him. He would have never gone out into the ministry. He would have given it up. He mm. would have left the ministry. And you know what? I'd go so far as to say he wouldn't be even a Christian. He couldn't have got yep. back up again after that re-traumatizing. So what did Jesus do? 
he relocated the scene. He changed the scene. He brought it to a setting where he once called Peter. He called him on a beach. Yeah, the commissioning. He commissioned him on a beach. Yeah. And it was all around fishing that he knew, a fishing boat, men out there fishing. Yep. This time we know the story. We know it and I'll continue it when we come back. Wow. Hi, everybody. Pastor Nate here. And boy, are we excited to invite you to a new event that we have happening on Sundays at 3 to 4 p.m., the new Bible study that's starting at Talk called Connecting the Dots. This is going to be a great way for you to come, connect the dots of your faith, reintroduce yourself to the Bible or introduce yourself to the Bible like never before. Pastor Tony will be leading this class. You don't have to come to every class. You can drop in. Also, it will be recorded and available later on on Talk TV. So we're excited to take this journey and for you to come on this journey with us. We'll see you there Sunday at 3 p.m. You ready? Stay where you are. You stay where you are. Don't go back far. Stay where you are. Don't go back far. Stay where you are. Stay where you are. That's the one. Shanae kind of left me hanging on the little second part. Uh, see, second. So you stay where you are and don't go back that far. Mm. I went back a little too far because <laughs> I couldn't remember. You got caught there. <laughs> I got caught there. You were looking you, at the spiders you, oh. from Australia. <laughs> this is true. Just, just to give our listeners a little inside, we were giving our live audience a rundown of all the blessed creatures that we're blessed to have in Australia that can come and visit you in your houses and so we were talking about spiders and cockroaches and my skin is crawling. <laughs> but Australia is a lovely place. <laughs> no, seriously. No, it is. It's a beautiful place, but it's different from New York City. Definitely, we have a different belief system. Whoa! Why am I saying we? I haven't been in Australia for nearly ten years. <laughs> they have a different belief system. <laughs> so I want to come back to the belief system that God wanted to give to Peter, mm. recommission him with yeah. something better. Yep. And it was that he just uh, reconstructed his uh, area where he was going to heal him. Mm. He found a, a different environment. It wasn't familiar. And yet it had familiar things in it. But mm. it, it wasn't fully the scene where he was hurt. But it was the scene where he was going to receive his healing of mm. that hurt. And it's very interesting because it happened where Peter was at the time and uh, he even through John was able to hear that this is the Lord. Yeah. This is the Lord. He's the one that told you to put your uh, fish, uh, put your net out there yeah. on the other side of the boat and uh, receive those fish. And so even though he thought he knew how to fish, Peter, uh, God had to show him. He knew nothing. What he believed was nothing. It was nonsense. What 
he believed was nonsense. Yeah. He couldn't even fish. And so I'm just telling you, this is what it is. When God wants to interrupt your belief system. Oh, my God. And give you a true believing system Mm -hmm. in your life, then he's going to reconstruct the scene, especially if you need healing. Mm. If you need healing, to re-traumatize you is not God's way, Mm. never was God's way. And so let's get rid of this belief system that you have to go back and feel the emotion and pain so that you can be healed. What sort of a God are we serving if we have to think that way? Mm. Wow, what a gem. And you know, Pastor, something to add to this which is so important is like Peter, when we mess up, or when we don't make the bar according to our standard, we throw away the belief system that God is germinating and incubating within us, and we go back to fishing. Yeah, we go did. back to an old belief system. We go back to an old mindset. We go back to the old thinking, and the, and the enemy comes with the thoughts. Well, I was good at this. I know how to do this. You know, I'm familiar with this. That other thing, eh, it wasn't me. And it's funny because when God took Peter back by reconstructing the setting and the environment of that scene. You said before the break, it was the exact place that he commissioned him in the start. Recommissioned him there. So he recommissioned him where he commissioned him. So That's right. So a lot of us need to see that God is going to take us back to the place that he last called us. Yes. To give us the new mandate and instill his belief system once again in us. So when we're talking about belief system, I want to just show you that he met Peter where he was. We know about the agape love, and and Peter couldn't um, give him that agape love. And so Jesus accepted his affilio love, and then he worked with him to receive agape love. And so, wow, that's beyond our belief system that, you know, you could go from... Uh, denying, yeah. denying being recommissioned, and then going from a filio up to gape love. Yeah. You see, well, he God came just, down. God came down to Peter's level until that's he it. was ready to move right. there with him. Yeah, and so therefore that just knocks our belief system. But I wanted to quickly mention to you how serious belief systems are. And the Holy Spirit has to work to change this belief system that the enemy is trying to infiltrate into Mm. us. And that's why we have so much mind control. And that's why we have so much of this MK mind control stuff going on. Because this is where warfare is going to take place in the end times. The mind is... That brain area, yeah, yeah. your mind, your will, and your emotions, they're all tied up with bringing in a new belief system. That's why God says, renew that mind of yours mm. with mm-hmm. the mind of Christ. And if you aren't familiar with um, the reference point that Dr. Robin was referring to, the MK mind control, you can obviously find sources on the internet, but to give you a, a blanket version of what it is, it's just basically... A lot of the messaging that you may see in your day-to-day, whether it be advertisement, 
Would it be, you know, some things that oh, you're watching? Oh, much more evil or, than that. Yes, just just to keep it, <laughs> you know, blanketed. So There's much more. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of subliminal programming. As Pastor Nate already mentioned, that it's a lot of your subconscious yep. that store these belief systems. These things trigger those subconscious thoughts yep. to infiltrate a new belief system. And, and bring in a new belief yeah, system. Yeah, so I was even going to say that when, Pastor Nate, you were referring to Peter going back to old I'm also witnessing, you know, believers go into a new belief system saying, okay, let's add on to what we already yeah. believe. Yeah, so just before we go back to that, and mm-hmm. that, that's important too, Yeah. but we want to see here, um, maybe we need to see uh, something in a new light tonight, and that is uh, we. how do we view evil? Mm. We Ooh, view evil... Um, in our our belief system, as something something is, is cruel and dangerous and hurtful yeah. and damaging and such like that, and uh, see that's our belief system. You know that's our belief system, and we think that how can people do such things? Because we take it so personal. We do, but we also see that. As people, we shouldn't believe like this, you know. Mm-hmm. We think this way. Yeah. But one thing I've done as I've done that s- a study on belief systems, I'm, I'm seeing that when people do things, evil things, and I'm not talking about little things, I'm talking about very, very serious things to do with children and such yep. and even ritual abuse. Yep. And such, it's because they honestly believe yep. they are not doing evil. They do not believe they're doing evil. They believe that this is what is to be done. Mm. It's a gem. Because if we believe it, then we are truly, like the word says, deceived. Mm. We are so deceived. But when you're praying for someone who's in that situation, you have to address it this way. This is so good. It's a belief system. It's not somebody is out against you personally. It's a belief system. And unless we teach somebody different, they only ever do what they know to do. So if you want them to change, you better change your belief system Mm. too. So good because we take it so personal. We take it at face value. And I'm being admonished by the Spirit as you're talking to realize the enemy is not after the thoughts so much that we verbalize. No. He's after the ones that we don't verbalize. Mm. That's where it works with the belief system. At the back of you coming forward. And that means when we're being, you know, obstructed by someone you know, in a um, ungodly way, or when the enemy is presenting an evil, we look at the symptom, and then we judge based on the symptom. Or how could that person do that? Blah 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 blah. How could that person think this way? But maybe we need to start a war with the core. Amen. Which is their belief system, and realize that by believing what they're doing, because the key is Shania, when you believe something. Nothing is off limits. That's mm. true. That's true in faith, but that's also true in the negative. 
Yeah. That's true in the evil. If we believe God, then nothing is off limits. And so it's the Holy Spirit, because we want to bring the Holy Spirit in. It's the Holy Spirit that's constantly convincing the Christian of the true belief system. Mm. It's the Holy Spirit that is constantly convincing. Constantly. The Father. So this, the Son. Is, this is the work of the Holy Spirit to constantly convince the believer that Jesus is truth, that his words are truth, mm. that what he says is truth. And if you work with the Holy Spirit with him uh, and allow him to bring that convincing into your life, you don't come into a place where a foreign belief system starts to invade you. Mm. Yeah. Or wars with you. Because going back to what we are talking about with David, he didn't want the people of Israel to believe based on tradition or based on rigmarole or based on, well, this is this, he wanted that tabernacle of David experience where you're in my presence. Yes. And because you're in my presence, I'll form in you the truth, not your truth. But they forsook that that presence and they went after logic and understanding and, you know, performance. And like Pastor Tony said in the start, that's when the synagogue was formed. I'm still flabbergasted by the fact that Moses and David didn't sit in a synagogue. You know, to a Jew, that is a big thing to swallow. You well, know, check because the their Bible. whole belief system, as you're talking, their whole belief system is built on the model of the synagogue. Mm. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's void of presence. Yeah. So that brings out what you're talking about with our belief system has to be formed by incubating in the presence of the Holy Spirit yes, so that we can get his belief system. And we must be in the presence of God to get the right belief system. And I'm telling you guys, I want to say that what we're believing out there in the world of Christianity is ridiculous. Mm. We have to add to God. He's not enough to keep this going. He's not exciting enough. So we've got to add our experiences in there to pump him up. Mm -hmm. We've got to add uh, uh, conditions on faith. Faith has not got conditions. Faith is the only condition faith has is belief. Belief. That's the only condition that faith has. Belief. Okay? Wow. Say that. Hit that. It is true. And so we add, we take away, we pump up, we try to substitute, we start try to stand in the place of overcompensate. It, we overcompensate. It it's all gotta stop. It's all gotta stop. You see, who does God believe in? His son. Yeah, and in himself. Yeah. Mm. And in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Praise the Father. Praise the Son. All right, guys. Praise the Holy Spirit. Three in one. <laughs> All right. Well, go grab your spiritual calculator. Go add, subtract, you know, multiply, divide these belief systems, mm. and we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Hey guys, welcome to the Portals Podcast with Dr. Robin Cassis and with Annie Chanel with, and with Pastor Nathan with, and with Pastor Tony Cassis. We'll see you soon. We're going to go straight in because we had a really, really hot fellowship. Step crackle pop. Someone said that in testimonies tonight. They said, I got into heated fellowship with my brother and sister. I said, that's a really nice way of saying you had an argument. <laughs> I'm going to use that from now on. We had heated fellowship. Heated so, I'm changing my belief system of what yeah. an argument is. Yeah. You know, you were saying heated. about like, you know, bringing those things that we have set up as belief systems yeah. and bringing them into captivity. And subjection. that's what, yeah. And subjection. And um, that's what two Corinthians 10, five is all about, you know, bringing every thought and a couple of translations that I was reading actually say, um, you know, some translations are good just to give a different perspective. The God's word translation says every thought mm. and all their intellectual arrogance that Whoa. oppose the knowledge of God. Another one says, um, the Berean literal Bible says overthrowing arguments and every high thing that lifts itself up against the knowledge of Christ. Mm. So a belief system is literally trying to overthrow the knowledge of what God says, who he says he is in your life. Well, that, well, that's exactly what the devil's work is in the last days Yeah, to do this very thing. And I'm sorry, but we are so subjected to this mm. and we are not aware and we are being seduced by and he doesn't come in the front door man he comes in the back door mm. or the side door so you'll not even recognize what the belief system he's infiltrating into your life because he uses the word god in it wow. and we have many gods that we could say a god yeah. But not our God. God is Emmanuel. Yeah. He's with us. And it's funny because, you know, you were talking about how the enemy comes in. And um, if we start to dissect what we believe and then what you said again in Counsel by God, it'll lead us to why we believe. You know, and yes. I think so many times as the church, we're so busy chasing what people believe or what people don't believe. But like I said, we have to take a war to the core and we have to find out why. Why? What is their belief system that has set up this construct in their head that argues against God's character of who he says he is? Mm. And argues against God's literal word yeah. of what to do. Yeah. There's a belief system now that's changing what you should do. Yeah. So to sum it up before we start to shut down, would you say, Pastor Robin, that a belief system is, is like a, a compromised collection of visuals, arguments, reasoning, excuses, statements? Thinking. Thinking. Stinking ones. Stinking, thinking. Stinking, thinking, um, yes. Pictures, experiences. Wrong pictures. Wrong pictures that the enemy sort of like bundles all together. Yep, and wrong sets vision. As something that we put faith in to outlive our life from because of this i can now and it really comes back to because of this i have the right 
to do this. Wow. So you bring the right card up. Yeah. And you think now because you're a Christian, ah, uh, you can have your belief hero. system and to go along with your right card. Okay. And just to clarify, the right right card. That's yes. what she's saying. <laughs> uh, I like the right card. Yes. Yes. The right card. Yes. yes. But I like the right card because yeah. you think you're right. Yeah. Right. You think you're <laughs> right. Right. You're right in having what you want to do. Yeah. When you come to church, wrong, you are not. Eh. You have no rights. Jesus gave up his rights. <laughs> you don't get to keep your rights. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, some deliverance. And you know what? Sorry. Let me hit it while I can. Come on. He gave up the right, the right to cut. Mm-hmm. He gave up the right to have a decent burial. Yeah, that's so good. To have a decent death. He gave it all up. He gave up the right to even have a place to lay his head. You know? Yeah. He didn't know where he was going to lay it one day to the next. And so what I want to tell you is our belief system is being infiltrated. Mm. It's being invaded. Mm. It's being invaded by the enemy who is setting his kingdom up. Through the church, from the pulpit, and we're playing along. Oh, no. So we need to have a look at our belief system. I know, Pastor, you made the statement, you brought your brain to a stop. I sure did. Well, when I you told start it. You ain't going to, there. When you start to think about what you're believing, I think you need to bring it to a stop. Ha! Bring it to a full stop, to a, a stop. Right then, you know, we call it a period here, full stop in Australia. Bring it to a stop and say, you go no further. This doesn't match up what is true belief. Yeah. And Mm. it really comes down to stop letting your brain rehearse cursing. (laughs) That's all you're doing. You're releasing and rehearsing cursing. And you're just going to have to have more healing, more deliverance. God's going to have to spend more time going around the mountain. And it's it's not going to be wasted time, but it could have been time that he could have invested into freeing using you, you mm-hmm. freeing you, using your gifts, using you in his kingdom. Because your belief system, if you're in God's business, has to line up. With his business. This is where we come back to what Pastor Tony said. You know, you can't be in a kingdom business and have a different belief system. And you can't oh, be in the kingdom business and have a different business. Oh, you yeah. have to be about his business with his beliefs to activate business in his kingdom. Yeah. Every employee that gets employed in a business, they'll spend majority of the time building belief in the culture and the business itself so that the employee can bring in, you know, fruit for that business. But a dwindling employee is usually a result of they either have a different vision than what the business is that it's employing them or they don't believe enough in the vision of the business itself. And that that going, you can hit that. And it comes down to even evangelism. Yep. When we go out there and we really bring the love of God, are we, we believing this? Woo! Are we really believing it? Come on, it? get into you this. You see, and 
when I promote something, I believe yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. Right. And there's nothing can move me well, look from at portals. It. And started, nothing can move me from it. Portals only started like a couple of, you know, at the start of this year. And already, because we believe in it, we know what it's doing. Mm-hmm. It's already changing lives all over the world. Yeah. So Absolutely. I want to just say, have a look at your belief system. See where it's coming from. Locate it. See the fruit of it. Mm. See if it's love, joy, peace. See if it's faith, hope, and love. Yeah. Or is it self and self-centeredness? Is it my card, the right card, the rights card? Mm. And I say right because we think that we have the right to be right. Mm. If that's all happening... You need to let God, the Holy Spirit, change your belief system fast. Wow. Wow. And Pastor Tony, just to finish off, Shanae, you and me were talking. What do we do with the current belief systems that we have that aren't with God or founded in God? That means that we have to give them up. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Right. You know, and that means that God, Pastor Tony said something tonight. Yeah. He has to be able to trust you with nothing before he can trust you with everything. Right. Yeah, must be empty Ooh. of you completely. Who Must be empty of, empty of you completely. And you must hold everything that he gives you so loose. Yeah. Wow. Hold it loosely because it's not yours. Don't believe it's yours. If you believe that, then you'll own it and then you'll have to Work on it day and night and you won't have the peace and confidence and fulfillment knowing that it's God. Amen to that. I just want to leave you guys with this. Um, Hit that. Pastor <laughs> Rob, you dropping so many gems. They just blending all together in my mind. I'm like, wow, oh. overload. Yeah. But it's not doing too much. Remember that one. It's doing just Never enough. too much. Never too much. I Never too much, much, much. I'm done. Just enough, enough, enough. Wow. There's a new song coming out, Clyde, 2020. <laughs> yes. So some just a few gems Pastor Tony dropped that is so relevant to what Dr. Robin and Pastor Nathan were just talking about. And some things to ponder on, um, which is, you know, giving back your... Your rights. Your rights, your belief systems. Mm. And one thing Pastor Tony brought out is like sometimes giving that up results in some panic. Mm-hmm. And that's because we get offended because we take ownership of yep. these things. Definitely. Ownership. Now, as usual, Pastor Robin, you always give our listeners and ourselves <laughs> quite a challenge for the week, something to ponder on. If you had to give the listeners a challenge in this particular area in regards to the belief systems, what would that challenge be? I think the thing that I would challenge you with is locating. Yeah. Mm. Locating the fruit of mm. what you're believing. Mm. And so um, I know that when a belief system is anti-God, it's always pushy. It's mm. always n- not just negative. Wow. It's always, it's not prompting. It's always pushing. It's always pushing you into it. 
pushing you into when God is bringing forth what you should be believing it just flows it really mm-hmm. flows so the best thing for you to know who and what mm. is coming forward in what you're believing locate the fruit and then you'll know the root mm. wow 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 well guys did i say wow yeah, you said well. So I Several think you times. should finish off with the portals. And I really do, because I think you could put all those words together. You mean a soundtrack? You bet I do. Oh, my Lord, it's a challenge. But I'm going to change my belief system. I believe in you. And I can you. do it. I right, believe in you. Let's do it. Let's do it, Shania. Help me along. Mm, mm, mm. What, 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 what? Turn those portals up. Locate the fruit. Locate the fruit. Locate the fruit. And then you'll find the root go with the war to the core. War to the core. I said the war to the core. War to the core. I said the war to the core. War crackle pop. I said the war to the core. War to the core. If you wanna be in his business, you've gotta have his belief system. If you wanna be in his business. You've got to have his belief system. Belief system. Better line up. Better line up to his belief system. Better line up. Better line up to his belief system. Come on, everyone. Better line up. Better line up to his belief system. War to the war. Just locate. Oh, yeah, I didn't do locate. Go on. What is it? Locate. Locate. Locate, 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 Locate the fruit, then you'll know the fruit. You will know the root when you locate the fruit. Locate the fruit, you think you find the root. Locate the fruit, you think you find the root. <laughs> all right, listeners, we're going to release you from all of this. We located you, some fruit. We located some joy fruit. We know what belief systems and that need to be That's turned down. right. Until next time. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.